This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening, Rabbi Isai. Shalom Aleichem As mentioned, if you can only learn one Amud in Shas, this might be it. Daftesam and Aleph. In a way, it's one of the most lamdish, if not the most lamdish, uh, Amud in Shas. A good chunk of Shev Shmaitza is on this page. You know, what to do in the Iyun Sugya, what not to do. You have Shav Yenav Shechi Chatich Di Yisura. You have Svek Sveka. You have the, the Lambdas of Svek Sveka. You have Svek Sveka Mesapechas. You have Cheskas Isser versus Cheskas Aguf. You have Chazaka on one of the two Svekas. And a host of other issues here. So here we go. Amar Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar said, Ha'imer Pesach Vesach Matzasi Neman. The man lives with the woman, and he says, Look, I thought she was a basula, but I found the door was open. Which means that someone previously had relations with her. So she's not a basula. Mekachtas. But besides Mekachtas, <laughs> the issue is that she's usher to me. He is believed to answer her upon him. So Rashi's bothered. Well, why doesn't he claim a more obvious claim, a provable claim? There's no way for anyone to prove that her door was open. Uh, he, this is his claim. Why doesn't he say, I didn't find Dam Basulim? So either because she's from the family or of Dorkati that doesn't have Dam Basulim, or the Mapa that did not have the blood is not around, or he doesn't know about the blood. Well, one thing he knows, the door was open. She ain't a basula. He is believed to answer her, even though he's the only one who could prove such a thing. He's believed. Why? The rule is, Shavye Alei Navshe Chaticha Disura. He can render her a forbidden chepza. Which means like this. Let's say, let's say, you go to the store, you go to Glatmar, you go to Gourmet Glat, and it says kosher, and you say, I know it's pa- I know it's treif. How do you know it's treif? I just know. I know it's treif. So then you can't eat it. Everyone else could eat it. The shaykhid said it was kosher. You say it's treif. So you're believed on yourself to render it usher to yourself. So he is believed, Lagabe himself, vis-a-vis himself, to render her prohibited to him. However, he is not believed to make her lose the ksuba. Because regarding the ksuba, you need eidos, ein davr mishnayim. But regarding making her usher to him, so she's actually permitted to him. Actually, she could live with him, he can't live with her. Some say the lambdas here is neder. It's like he's taking a neder. It's a personal vow. He holds that she's usher. Now, why would she be usher? Because if she's not a basula, she obviously had a she had relations with another man after she was married. So, in that case, she committed adultery. And a woman who commits adultery, even if you don't have Edom that saw her commit adultery, she would be usher to the husband. So the Gemara asks the obvious question, Vamai, why is she usher to the husband? Svek svekahu. There's a double doubt. There are two possibilities that she's mutter. Safek tachtav, safek ein tachtav. It could be someone lived with her while she was married. And it could be somebody lived with her 
before she was married. So she's not also to her husband. Suffolk tachtav, suffolk ain't tachtav. Suffolk, it's a suffolk whether someone lived with her while she was married. It could be someone lived with her before. And if you want to say that someone lived with her while she was married, maybe she was raped. Suffolk ba'ayna, suffolk baratzayin. It could have been coerced. It could have been willingly. So it's a svek sveka. Normally we say that svek sveka is mutter. One suffolk on a dairaisa is aser. Two sveikos on a, a dairaisa usually is mutter. The question is why? Why are two sveikos mutter? And basically there are two mahalchim in why svek sveka is mutter. One mahalach is using the shita of the Rambam. The Rambam holds suffolk dairaisa, even though we say suffolk dairaisa lechumra. If you have a doubt about a biblical rule, you go lahachmir. But that's only midrabanon your machmir. Suffolk dairaisa lechumra midrabanon. It's an iser drabanon when there's a suffolk and a dairaisa. So a svek sveka becomes a suffolk drabanon. And suffolk drabanon lekula. You hear that? The Rambam Shita is that that which were machmer on a suffolk dairaisa is only a din drabanon that you're machmer. It's only rabbinically we're machmer on a suffolk drabanon. On a suffolk dairaisa. It's only Midrabanan were machmer on a suffolk dairaisa. So now if I have a svek sveka, two svekos, it becomes a suffolk on a drabanon, suffolk drabanon lakula. That's how the Shmaitza brings the Shita of the Rambam, my svek sveka would be mutter. And the, the Rajva famously says, the reason why Svek Sveka is mutter is because of Raiv. Raiv. Most Tzadadim, their most Tzadim is that it's mutter. That's the Shita of the Rajva. Pnei Yeshua talks about uh, the Rajva extensively. Those are the two Mahalchem in Svek Sveka. So basically over here you have a Svek Sveka. Says Gemara, no you don't. Loitzricha be'eshes kayin. You know what? When a person is believed to say Pesach Pasuach Matzasi Neman Yisraelov, you know when a person is is believed to answer his wife. That's if she's the wife of a kohen. So if she's the wife of a kohen, so then there's only one suffix. Did she have relations with somebody before she was married, or did she have relations after she was married? But you you would not then say, well, was it coerced or was it willing? Was it coerced or was it consensual? Because even if she was coerced, we know the halacha is that Aisha's kain is usher to her husband once she's raped. So there's only one suffix. Suffix tachtav, suffix lav tachtav. So it's one suffix. Toysvis asks, what do you mean? Why would she be usher? Chezgas kashros. The little Toysvis is one of the most famous Toysvis in Enchas. Toysvis asks, why would she be usher because of one suffix, but we have a presumptive status that she was always mutter l'kuhuna, let her continue to be mutter l'kuhuna. Taisra says that against cheskas kashros, there's a cheskas haguf, that she is a besula, meaning she, she has a bodily status, that it probably happened after she was married already, because she has cheskas haguf. Her body, she was born a besula, and if anything changed, we should say it happened at the, light, the latest possible moment. So that is Shitas Toysus. That Cheskas Haguf is stronger than Cheskas Kashras. Fine. Inami, 
Vibaisema, another answer would be, Be'eshes Yisrael, we're talking about the wife of a Yisrael, Ukegoin de kibbel ba'avua kedushin pechusa mibas gemoshan v'yamechad. For example, if her father accepted Kedushin on her behalf when she was less than three years and one day. Which means then that the father married her off and accepted Kedushin before she was three years old. Now if she is not a Basula, it must have happened Tachtav. It must have happened once she was already married. Because if since the father accepted Kedushin for her when she was less than three, then if somebody had relations with her before she was three, there's a, an amazing phenomenon that the besulim of a woman, her signs of virginity, grow back once she turns three years old. So clearly if she's not a besula, it must have happened after she's three years old. So now we have one suffix. Did it happen ba'inus? Did it happen, um, was she raped, or was it with her will? But there's no suffix that even if it was willingly, maybe it was before she was married, because if it was before she was married, it would have grown back. That's the, uh, that's the, the physiology of a woman, that her basulim grow back at age three years old. And therefore, the, there's only one suffix. By Eishas Kayin, the suffix is Tachtav Lav Tachtav. By Eishas Yisrael, Shekivla Ba Avua Kedushin Pchusam Ibaskim Moshanim. There's only one suffix, Oines Ratzin. Frag Toisus another kasha. Toisus wants to know it's still a svek sveka by a woman whose father accepted Kedushin for her when she was less than three. What are the two svekos? Maybe it. Maybe she was raped. And maybe it was willingly. And even if it was willingly, maybe it happened before she was 12 years old. And the halacha is that a, when a, a, a girl less than 12 is seduced, even though she may have agreed to it, it's halachically considered coerced. So there's still two sveikos. Was it coerced, or was it willing? And even if it was willing, maybe it was willing less than 12, and what we call pitoy ketana oinasu, the seduction of a minor is considered rape. To which Toysa says, well, that's considered coerced. So therefore, it's only one suffix. Was she, did she do it willingly, or was she raped? But you can't say, well, even if it was willingly, maybe it was the willing of a katan, Katana, which is considered rape, well, that's rape already. That's what we call shame oines chadhu. Tysus asks, why don't we say, use chazaka, that she's muttered to her husband? Why is it one suffix? Was it willing or was it coerced? Why doesn't she have a cheskas? Kashras to her husband. Taisa says not so pashat. Because in all likelihood, she was prob- it was probably consensual. Why? Because if she was raped, then we would have heard about it. It would have a coil. She would have screamed out. And since we didn't hear about it, Roiv says that she was, it was consensual. And therefore, even though Chazaka says that it was even though Rechezka's Kashra says that she was raped, 
Roiv says it was consensual. So Toysus asks, well, if Roiv says it was consensual, then you, you just destroyed the Svek Sveka. Why does the Gemara say by a regular woman it's a Svek Sveka? Maybe Tachtav, maybe Lav Tachtav. And if you say Tachtav, Safik Ba'ina, Safik Baratzain, why don't we say Roiv says it was Baratzain? So it's only one Safik, Tachtav or Lav Tachtav. So Taisu says, well, there's still the possibility of Oynas. Okay? So I just said very quickly some of the main principles found in the Taisu sin over here. And hopefully Sunday we'll get into that a little bit more. The Gemara continues. Um, says the Gemara, my Kamashna, what's the Chiddush? That a person can be Shavya Alei Navshe Chaticha person can make something usher to them, even though you don't have edus, even though you don't have witnesses. Tanina, we learned in a Mishnah, if somebody says to a woman, Kidash Ticha, I married you, and I married you with Edim, and the Edim are not here anymore. And she says, Loi Kidash Tani, no, you did not marry me. He muteras bekroivav. She's permitted to his relatives because she says, "I don't know you from a hole in the wall. I never saw you before." And he's aser in her relatives because he says that he married her. So we see that you don't need adim to make a prohibition upon yourself. If you admit that you are aser to someone, then you can't live with them. Yeah? Says the Gemara. No, it's still a Chiddush. In the case of Kedushin, maybe there you say, because that's something that you could be an expert in. A person knows if he got married or not. It's not rocket science. If you married a woman and you went to the hall, you probably know whether you got married or not. So we all believe him regarding him. I might have said, Hasam over there, He's definitely an expert. But by this young whippersnapper who's been sitting in the yeshiva for the last 22 years and then he marries this woman he says, Oh, I found her doorway was open. How in the world would this schnook know that she's Pesach Pesach? What, he's an expert in these things? I hope not. So maybe we would say, we don't believe him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Kamash Malan I would say he doesn't know. No, if he says her door was open, we have to take it at face value and we're going to apply the rule of Shavya Nav Sheikhi Chatikhadi Surah. Now, Marv Rabbi say, this whole principle of Shavya Nav Sheikhi Chatikhadi Surah is assuming that in order to create an Isser on yourself, you don't need witnesses. Even though there's a rule, Ein Dover Shabbat Pachas Mishnayim. I don't need Edim to create the Yisr. It only, I, it only had to have happened to create the Yisr. It's only if the woman... You know what creates the Yisr? If the woman was unfaithful. We just need witnesses to prove it. But we don't need witnesses to create the Yisr. So if the guy says, I know she was unfaithful, so she will be usher to him. So say, well, no, she's not usher. I need Adam to create the Yisr. No. Then we're saying, you don't need Adam to create the Yisr. You need Adam to prove the Yisr to everyone else. But for the guy himself who knows it as factual, so he's saying she's usher to him, so she's usher to him. So the Gemara asks on that. No. The Gemara says, maybe you need Adam to create the Yisr. 
Umi Amar Rabbi Lazar, Achi did Rabbi Lazar say this? V'amar Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar said, Eino ha'isha ne'eseres al-ba'ala, ela al-iske kinoi ustira u'kemaisa shahaya. Rabbi Lazar said, a woman is not usher to her husband, only on matters if she was warned by two Edim not to go into seclusion with the guy, Ustira, and we had two witnesses that she went into seclusion, and like the story of David and Bathsheba, that he, she, David was warned not to go into seclusion, and we have witnesses that he went into seclusion. Meaning, the only time a woman is also to her husband is if they're witnesses to the infidelity, not if we know the infidelity happened, just like David and Bathsheba, where it sounds like there were witnesses to the infidelity. So the Gemara says, What? The story of David and Bathsheba, there were witnesses on the infidelity. Now again, not that anybody, the Gemara is not saying you need witnesses to see the act of relations, but at least witnesses that he, he was warned not to go into seclusion and that he went into seclusion. Says the Gemara, Vitisbara, is it logical? Maisa Shahaya Bikino Yastirahu? Did the story of Bathsheba, was there any warning? Was there any witnesses on the seclusion? And furthermore, David was not Asr to Bathsheba. David married Bathsheba. Was David Asr to Bathsheba? The basic story of David and Bathsheba is um, Uriah went out to war and David lived with Bathsheba. And then later on, after Uriah died, David lived with, David married Bathsheba. The problem is, but it seems like there was adultery while Bathsheba was married to Uriah. In that case, that would have rendered David usher to Bathsheba. But the, but the thing is, he wasn't usher. He married her. And not only that, he was not warned not to go into seclusion and, he wasn't, and there were no witnesses on the seclusion. So what do you mean? Why, how could you challenge Rabbi Lazar that a woman is not usher to her husband unless she is uh, unless she is warned and she goes into seclusion, like David and Bathsheba, by David and Bathsheba, there is no warning, and David was an usher. Says more Kasha. This is not difficult. Haki This is what we meant to say. Ein ha'ishan esaras abala. A woman will not become usher to her husband. Ella aliske kino yistira, unless there is warning and she goes into seclusion. And the proof is from the story of David Bathsheba where David was not usher to Bathsheba and that's because David was not warned and David didn't go into seclusion with her. I mean, he did actually. And not only that, he lived with her. But we didn't have witnesses. From the story of David Bathsheba, where he was not warned, Ustira, there were no witnesses on the seclusion of and she and he wasn't, and he's not usher. But the bottom line is, from here we see that a woman is only usher to her husband if we have warning and seclusion, but not if he claims that she's not a basula. Mikamaka kasha. 
Nevertheless, it's difficult. Kinoi ustira in. Only if she is warned and she goes into seclusion, but Pesach Pasuach Loi, but not if her doorway is open. Not if he claims that you're not a Basula. So now the Gemara asks, wait, wait a second. You're telling me the only time a woman becomes us with her husband is if you have witnesses that she was warned not to go into seclusion and witnesses on the seclusion and that's it? But what about if Adam saw her be Mazana? So then she's not us or Ula Tamechan according to you, Kino Yustira in Adam Lai? Only if she was warned with witnesses on the seclusion, but not if there are witnesses that actually saw her be Mazana? So the whole statement is faulty. You can't ask on Rebbe Lezer from this. Says no, Elahakikama. A woman is not Nasr to her husband. If one witness claims that she committed adultery. We need two witnesses to see. But not because two witnesses create the Yisr. Because we need proof. And if we have two witnesses that she was warned not to go into seclusion. And two witnesses that she went into seclusion. And one witness that she had relations. That's also proof. Normally one witness is not proof. One witness says something in um, marital matters. We disregard it. But if we have two witnesses, she was warned not to seclude with the guy. And two witnesses that she secluded with the guy. And one witness that had relations, that's absolute proof. Says Gemara, the kino yustira afilu be'erachonami. Kino yustira even with one witness. Upesach pasuach kishnei edim dami. And if she says her door was opened, if he says, excuse me, that her door was open, that she's not a basula, then he is saying definitively she is not a basula, and that's like to aid them because again we're full. We're saying you don't need to aid them to create the Yisr, You only need to aid them to prove that she's Asr. So there are other ways that are commensurate in terms of proof to to aid them. One way would be to aid them on the warning, to aid them on the seclusion, one witness on the relations, or if he says definitively her door was open, she's not a basula, that's also conclusive proof. So now the Gemara asks, so at the end of the day, why is David HaMelech not usher to Bathsheba? This is a very controversial question. Yeah? Why is King David not usher to Bathsheba? I mean, that's a wild question. Because David actually seems that he took a woman who was already married. And he lived with her. And the husband was alive. You ready for this? You know why? You know why she's not. Uh, so the Gemara says, "V'chitem." We're going to say, "Maisa Shahaya." The story that happened, they Maloyas Ruah. Why wasn't she Aser? 
What's the kasha? Look on the bottom, Rashi. Rashi says, Many Adim knew about it. So Toysa says, yeah, many Adim knew that she went to David's house, but it's not like they saw David had relations with her. So Tysus learns the kasha is, yeah, maybe nobody else knew, but David knew he lived with her. So for David, he should have been Shavya Anavshe Chaticha Disura, and he should not have continued. The question is not why Klal Yisrael let David live with her. We don't know what David did, but David know, knows what he did, and David knows he lived with her. So how could David continue to live with her? You ready for this? This is wild. Hasam Oynasu. David raped her. So, it's not Znus. The din of Echad Labal Echad Laboyal is when it's consensual. But since David raped her and she's not usher to her husband, David's not usher to her. Can you imagine? That's how the Chida learns. The Chida learns in the Gemara's first answer David raped Bathsheba. I didn't hear you, Michael. Is my volume off? Is it relationship? What? It's not considered illicit because he raped her? It's not a nice thing to do. But he, but it, but she's not a saita. The din of echad labal ve'echad labayel is only when she does it willingly. According to this answer, she didn't do it willingly. So the same way, if Aisha uh, Yisrael is raped, she's mutter, mutter to her husband. As strange as it sounds, she's mutter to the raper. Other Achreinim say, no, that's not the pshat. They say it was consensual, but she was a katana, and pitoy katana oinasu. But the, neither answer is that, isn't that... Makes you feel too good. The second answer, she was divorced. The first answer, she wasn't divorced. Can you imagine? I guess in yeshiva they teach the second answer. I mean, uh, what about the Gemara Kalaimer David Chaitai and Elataya? What do you mean, Elataya? What about the Gemara Kesubis' first answer? According to the Gemara's first answer, it was Oynes. The Ibai Seima, and if you want, you could say, Ki Hadamar Shabar Nachmeni Amr Rabbi Oynes son, Kal Hayoitse Lemachemes Beis David Get Krisus Kaisav Leishtai. You'd write a get that if he dies in war, it's a get from today. We'll get into that more, Bezos Hashem, next time. Okay? There you have it. Dav Tesh In all its glory. Um, does that mean that David would have the obligation to marry her without the option of divorce afterwards? Mm, 
maybe not because he raped her when she was married already. And at that point, he wasn't allowed to marry her. So what he does later on, I don't, I don't think so. That's only if somebody rapes a single woman. If, if she was considered, if she was considered divorced from from when it, the the get was written, the the second answer. Then, but according to the second answer, then it does, it's not necessarily saying that David raped her. Then he could say it was consensual. So the two answers don't necessarily work together. You're saying if you put them two to, the two together, that it was after the divorce and it was rape, yes, then he would he would not have been allowed to divorce her, and he didn't. He did. He did marry her. He did marry her, but he did not divorce her. So it's not like it's a problem, right? He did marry her, but yeah, good, everyone. Have a great night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.